welcome to the Birmingham Vineyard podcast. We hope you find it insightful and encouraging. If you want to find out more about us, why not check out our website, birminghamvineyard.com. Well, good morning, everyone. My name is Jeff, and I'm one of the site pastors here, or um, part of the leadership here. So if you stick around for any amount of time, you'll unfortunately have to put up with me. But um, I have the privilege of um, sharing some thoughts this morning, um, so I will get on with that. Well, that was a great video. And as it might not come as a surprise to any of you, as I'm sure it won't, given the weather and the, what you're wearing, that Christmas is nearly here. Um, <clears throat> anyone here done their Christmas shopping already? Excellent. Lots of organized people here. Well, isn't it fun to give gifts? Maybe it's even better to get them. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. But I just want to invite you to take a moment and think about what is the best gift you've ever been given? What made it so good and why did that person give it to you? If you want, you can chat to the person next to you, but feel free to just think. All right. Well, we give gifts for all kinds of reasons, don't we? Out of obligation, out of tradition, because you drew their name from the office secret Santa, But the best gifts aren't the ones given for those reasons, are they? The best gifts are the ones given because the other person loves us. And the best gifts aren't always the ones that cost the most. The best gifts are the the gifts that show that the person who gives them truly knows us and knows what we need. Well, I just want to have a look at a few more verses from the Bible. And these have been written by the Apostle John, who was one of Jesus' followers and an eyewitness to Jesus' life and death. John writes this. This is how God showed his love to us. He sent his one and only son into the world so that we could live through him. This is what real love is. It is not our love for God. It is God's love for us. He sent his son to die in our place, to take away our sins. Well, along with gifts, as I'm sure you're aware, Christmas is all about Jesus. And today I want to propose that the historic person of Jesus is the best gift that has ever been given to you. He was given to us all freely and lovingly, and he is just what we need, whether we realize it or not. Now, Christmas is probably better designed for escapism than for um, accepting difficult truths. But in order, to make, in order to explore this point, I want to look at three themes. Sin, sacrifice, and eternal life. Eternal life, sorry, I couldn't find another S. Um, but a few of these things might be a little uncomfortable. But hopefully, through those lenses, we'll be able to understand why Jesus is such a good gift to all of us. So sin. Well, this is a bit of a religious word that has had some pretty negative reputation and press. Um, Just, I'm sure, at the mention of the word, our inner attorney jumps to attention, ready to make all the arguments for why we're really such good people. If you're anything like me, anyway. But I just want to tell a funny story. So there was a boy um, in year two, um, and he was desperate to be Joseph in the class nativity play, but he wasn't chosen. Instead, he was chosen to be the innkeeper. On the big night, the school was packed with proud parents, 
And it came to the moment when Joseph and Mary knock on the innkeeper's door. The boy playing Joseph asked, is there any room in the inn? And the little boy, seeing his opportunity for revenge, with a cheeky smile responds, yeah, loads, come on in. Well, she can come, but you can't. And with that, he ushered Mary and the donkey off the stage and the whole thing descended into chaos. Now look, it's a funny story. It's sweet, it's kids, but it's also kind of selfish. And I think if we're honest, there is something of that little boy in the heart of all of us. But sin isn't actually so much about what we do to others as it is to do with how we treat God. Now, if all of life is a play and we the players, to badly quote Shakespeare, then God is the playwright. And so many of us go about playing our parts with no reference to the script or acknowledgement of the playwright's existence at all. And no wonder we end up in such a mess. And really, it comes down to the fact that we treat God the way we would never want to be treated ourselves. We ignore him, maybe we mock him, we blame him for all the bad things, and we only come to him when we want something or need help. And it's this broken relationship between humanity, us, and God that the Bible calls sin. And it is this that Jesus came to fix. So, how does he do it? Well, that brings us to our second theme which is sacrifice. Well, with this word, our passage shows that we can only really understand the good news of Christmas in light of Easter. Christmas is the celebration of Jesus's arrival, but Easter is the celebration of his sacrifice. It's said that the greatest gift that one can be given is life, and the greatest gift that anyone can give is to sacrifice their life for another. Every day in the military, the fire brigade, and other rescue services, as well as among ordinary people, there are examples of those who sacrifice their lives to save others. And I want to share just one story with you that I hope will help us understand things. It's the story of Bill Deacon. On the 19th of November, 1997, the Green Lily was a 3,500-ton vessel that got into trouble 15 miles after setting sail from Lerwick, carrying a cargo of frozen fish to the Ivory Coast. By the time the lifeboats arrived for the first five members of the 15-person crew, the tow line from the tugboat had snapped, and the Green Lily was heading towards the rock in a Force 11 storm being battered by 15-foot waves. The conditions were so severe that the lifeboat could not go back leaving the 10 crew stranded on the deck. This is when Bill Deacon arrived, on a helicopter. He was the winchman. The conditions were so severe that Bill decided the only way to safely remove the crew was to be lowered down himself onto the deck. One by one, he connected the crew to the cable that winched them to safety until there were only two members of the crew left on deck with him. At this point, the boat suddenly rocked under his feet and Bill made a decision. He hooked up one of the two last remaining crew and he shoved the other one against him and told them to cling on to each other for dear life. 
The final two crew were winched to safety, leaving Bill alone on the deck. The boat rolled a second time, and Bill was lost to the waves. Sheriff Colin McKenzie, who led the investigation into the incident, said that Bill Deacon must have known that to stay on the deck was most likely to sacrifice his own life. So Bill Deacon chose to leave the safety of the helicopter and to put himself in the same danger as the crew. He chose to give the gift of his life to save them. Now somewhat analogously, Jesus loved us so much that he chose to leave the safety of heaven, to enter into our world and become one of us, being born as a weak and vulnerable baby. As a grown man, Jesus chose to die for each one of us on the cross, to reveal to us the love that that God the Father has for us. The Bible tells us that Jesus' death on the cross is how God deals with the sin that we talked about before and reconnects us with him. Now, how we respond to Bill Deacon's story really depends on where we put ourselves. If we're reading it online from the comfort of our armchair, then we can look at Bill Deacon's sacrifice with respect and admiration, but it doesn't move us to action. But if we're the crew on the deck and we're facing almost certain death, then Bill Deacon's arrival is met with great joy and relief and we will rush to him for a rescue. Now, in the same way, we can read the story of Jesus and we can sit back and we can look with admiration whilst we feel like we are safe in our armchairs at home. But the Bible's message is actually whether we realize it or not, we are far more like the crew on that ship than we realize. Maybe in some quiet moments we know there's some part of us where we're aware that we need rescue. Where maybe we've been crying out and asking for help, worried and unable to fix it. We know that we need help, that we can't do life on our own, that we can't change ourselves. Well, you know what? God knows this too. We weren't meant to do it on our own. That is why he sent help. Now, maybe that describes you, or maybe it doesn't, but the reality for all of us is that there is something that we will face that we can't overcome on our own. One day we will all face death. And that brings me to our final theme, eternal life. Now, all of our readings today tell us that Jesus came into the world to give us eternal life. Now, No matter what you've heard, Christianity and faith isn't just about getting your ticket stamped for heaven. Eternal life isn't just about life after death. Actually, it's about a certain quality of life that is available to all of us through faith. Jesus, when describing why he came, as has been read already in John 10.10, says, He came to give life, and life in all its fullness. If we choose to receive the gift of Jesus today or any day, then that life starts now, and, it, and, it, and with God, it goes on forever. We get access to a God who loves us, a love that gives us a solid foundation for our worth 
and significance. A love that gives us strength to deal with the difficulties we're facing today. A love that empowers us to grow and change, to overcome the things that hold us back and become the people we were created to be. A love that enables us to face the future with hope. Not because it guarantees that the future will be good, but because we know that the God who will walk us through it is good and loves us. God loves us and he knows just what we need. That is why he sent us the gift of Jesus at Christmas with all his love. We hope you enjoyed the talk and found it helpful. Why not come along and visit us? We gather at three services across two sites on a Sunday and meet during the week in small groups across the city. More information on both of these can be found on our website. Thanks for listening and God bless.